Hilchas Bias Hamigdash, Perak Shmini, Perak Ches, Halacha Aleph. So in Perak Zion, we discussed all the mumin, all the blemishes that disqualify a Koyan from serving the Bias Hamigdash, and those exact same blemishes would disqualify an animal, an animal from, 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 from being a carbon if the animal had that type of blemish. Now, in, in Perak Ches, we're going to primarily talk about the the uh, the blemishes that don't disqualify an animal, but they do disqualify a person. So we're more stringent with the blemishes of a person. So there's some blemishes that disqualify a kayin, but not animals, and that's what, what, what we're going to talk about in this parak. All the blemishes that are unique for people, but not animals, that are problematic, Tisha, but the 90 of them. Here's the breakdown. Shemayin Beresh, 8 regarding the head. These are them. Someone that's center of his forehead is uh, sinks below, sinks low. As if somebody pushed it down with his hand on top of his head. Number two is someone that's center of his forehead rises up. It's shaped like as if like an egg that was placed on its side. Someone at the size of his head, the size of his head, uh, emerge forward outside of the normal uh, shape of his skull. Like a hammer, so um, we have the picture over here of that. Let's see what he says. So, yeah. what, is, what does it show by you? It shows uh, yeah. ah, yeah, okay. that the forehead is protruded over the oh, okay, okay. So not like a hammerhead shark, more like more like the front. Okay, yeah. So that's that's this one. Okay, good. If someone is the opposite, that someone who language they call it a Neanderthal. Ah, okay. Because <laughs> that's how the heads were shaped. You're saying, yeah, okay. Supposedly, so um, someone who is the head the head projects outward abnormally from his neck, in other words, in the back. You know, let's not let's not give any examples of individuals who are having these movement, but uh, these are things I've seen. You know, people you can see this sometimes with certain people. Someone whose head is. Uh, uh, sorry again. Someone whose whose head projects outward from his neck. On the back, someone whose head is wide on both sides. To the point that his head is on his neck. The way a turnip sits on the uh, on the on its uh, their leaves. So it's you know, it's very very wide basically in a way that it's much much wider uh, uh, than is n- normal compared to his, his head in proportion to his neck. A person who's bald, who has absolutely no hair on his head at all, right? Like Mr. Clean. However, if he does have hair, even one row from ear to ear, so it's only, it's only if he's completely bald. Someone who had hair from ear to ear on the front only, but the back of his head is bald. He's also possible. But if he had hair all around, but in the middle where his yarmulke goes, there's no hair over there, that's bald and he's, that he's that's puzzled. That's so really it's common. Oh, exactly. You, know, you see a lot of kahanim over here on a regular basis. You imagine you have to go to a full, a full body you know, uh, uh, evaluation by the, by the fashion experts to see if he's, uh, you know, fits, fits, the, fits the fashion magazine. Otherwise, he's not. He's like, and the Ramah says in the Merinavuchim that because. If I remember correctly, because you know, you can ask, you know, what's where is, where is the terror sensitivity to people who are who are uh, 
Uh, it's not even a disability. Uh, it's not disabled. So, That's the way they're born. Oh, shit. oh, oh. So these things could happen later, though. But but the point is that because you're going to be some migdash to be inspired, and people are superficial, and we're we're small minded. To see and, and we see a, and we see it right, and we see a kind who looks like you know disfigured, so we get uninspired. So because of our blemish, our our problem of being able to appreciate people, that's what the kind the kind couldn't serve because it would make people come to be some migdash like, eh, you know, you, you come to this big fancy place, and there's a guy, you know, the hunchback butler in the mansion doesn't it, it takes away from the prestige of the mansion, right? You know, right, right. the guys who serve like you the guys see perfect human right. Beings. Fancy restaurants. You want to work there? You gotta have you look good, tall, and yeah. All this, that's alderzer. Okay. So, so this is interesting because remember. So it turns out a person who has you know classic like you know classic uh, like balding where it's like where it's bald like over here. Uh, sorry, sorry. He has hair over here, but it's balding like this. That's not a mum. If the balding's only over here and the hair has hair, that's considered a mum. And if the balding's in the back, it's a mum. But if he's if, if he's bald like. Um, like uh, like Dr. Phil, you know, so then that's that's not considered a mum apparently. Okay, base shnei tavor. If two uh, two involving the neck, someone whose neck is sunk into his torso, so that it looks it looks like his head is on his shoulders. There's no neck. It's like, like just like a person, like like this. The neck is so long that it looks like it's not uh, connected to his shoulders. I mean, obviously it's connected. It's not suspending the air, but like disassociated. That's how that's how long his neck is. This uh, unusually long neck. Gimel. Ababa is in for revolving the ears. Someone whose two ears are very small. Someone whose two ears are very swollen. Someone whose ears hang very low. When I was in camp, they would say, your ears hang low. The whole song, right? So that's a mum. None of the kids said, no, I'm a Someone whose ears are from another appearance. So here, it's, we don't care how big or small they are. If they're not uh, proportional, that's a problem. Dalit. Hamisha Bigavinim, there's five involved in the eyebrows, really these of them. Misha involved with what? Eyebrows, eyebrows. Misha in big vino of someone who has no hair on his eyebrows at all. This is what the terrorist is a gibane. It means someone who has no hair on his eyebrows. Now Rashi and Chumash says that a gibane is actually the next one, which is Misha Givin of Mushaykh and someone whose eyebrows hang low, so you can't really see probably the two the very, very long. That's according to Rashi and the Torah, that's what a gibane is. I think it's a like What's the big deal? Oh, you could, yeah. Because you should practice cosmetics. Good, good, yeah, good, good. Some of the things are solvable, Taka. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Pashtus. Someone only has one eyebrow, which could either mean one of his eyes has an eyebrow and one eye does not, or it could mean, according to some, that it's like a, a unibrow, that's it's consecutive, like you know, from, from ear to ear, so that with, with eye to eye, so that with, with, no, with no interruption. Yeah. Someone has more than two eyebrows. Someone who has one eyebrow different from the other. Whether the difference was that the hair length is, is different from one from the other, short versus long. Them is dark, one of them is white or red, the color is different. Since the two eyebrows have some kind of difference, his apostle that is unacceptable, he's, he has a mum. Hey, there's four women involving the eyelids. These are them. Someone has no hair on his eyelids at all. I think it says that Rachel didn't have any hair on her eyelids because she was crying the whole time she was afraid he'd marry Esau, yeah? I mean, Leia, not Rachel, yeah? No? Wow. Lashes, lashes, eyelashes. What did I say? 
brows. Sorry, thank you. But eye, eyelashes. No, no hair on the eyelids. No, no eyelashes. That's a psalm. Mishisari, someone who has very thick eye, eyelashes, un, unusually thick eyelashes. Someone who's the hair on one of their eye, the eyelashes different than the other one. One's darker, one's lighter. One is very thick, another is very thin. The, are these are all, all examples where it doesn't say long or short over here. I'm not sure why, but that's that's the difference. The common differences uh, between eyelashes and these are mum. Misha of someone whose eyelids are closed slightly. They don't open like most people, right? So naturally, their natural eyes are always naturally closed. Basically, that is considered a mum. Halacha vav. Achad We're holding over here. Yeah, halacha vav. Let me make sure because I just uh, okay, good. This is only for bringing korbanot. This is for a coin. If a coin has any of these blemishes, he cannot serve the mesanigdash. No, only for korbanot or for checking the wounds or taking care of the. That's not avodah. That's not that's not serving. So there's things we'll see a coin who has a mum can do certain things. The truth is, whatever a coin who has a mum can do, like checking the wood for worms, a non coin could do as well. But the point is that you want to give them a chance to be in the mesanigdash, participate as much as possible, be available close by, because they could remember these kohanim can eat the korbanot. They just can't do the avodah. So therefore, they want to have them aware. There, so as soon as you divide the lechapon, you should divide the kabbonis. They cannot interact with the public. No, I can do that too. So they probably sell the sell, sell the tokens. Whatever, whatever, whatever is done in, as, as an avoider, they can't do. So, so the point is that we want to have them close by, so that when they divide the carbonis to eat them, they, they can participate. That's that's the idea. Vav achados. Now, so they, here, so they can't do the avoider. What could they do? We, we learned that in earlier. We'll learn it again later soon. Vav achados to benayim eleven a moment regarding the eyes. These are them. Someone whose two eyes are higher in his and in his you know sculpture of his face where they should be appropriately, right close to his forehead. They were lower than is when is appropriate. Someone whose two eyes are very round. They don't have like a, a oval like shape like most people's eyes. Someone whose eyes are that pop out. Like, like the eyes of a tiger. Someone who's very angry, like, like his eyes are kind of you know, popping out of his head. The eyes are bulging. So someone who has bulging eyes, that's a more... Someone whose eyes are very large, like the calf. Someone whose eyes are very small, like a duck. Someone whose eyes are always constantly tearing. You have such people that have, they have always, their eyes are very tearing because of irritation or whatever. Someone who's always, it's fluid coming out of his eyes near the, the inside part, but next to the nose. Or from the other side of the eye, which is by his temples. So either way, that's a soul. I guess the first one is when it's, there's like tear juice coming out or tears. And the second one is, I guess, other kinds of fluids, other kinds of pus or whatever it is. Someone who, who closes his eyes a little bit. When he sees a light, so he has very light, strong light sensitivity. Or he wants to see it accurately. In other words, you have to have 20-20 vision. Not much 20-20, you have to have you know, fair vision. So if you want to look at things that are not mamash next to you, any person would squint, go back to the glasses yet, the glasses yet, right? So that is considered a moon. It makes sense why they avoid the stuff by a certain age. <laughs> right. Right, very true, very true. Because remember, there's no official age. The age is when he's too weak. But yeah, if because of age, a moon comes, yeah. What's the limit for that? The Chumash mentions it. The Chumash is for a lady to avoid of carrying, but for a client, I don't think it's any age at all. I don't believe so. 
That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mishriyas Someone whose eyes are mixed. I mean, he's cross-eyed. Like that he can like see the ground floor and the second floor at one time. How could you know this? When you see he's talking to somebody. You talk to him, but it looks like he's looking at somebody else. That's called someone who has a lazy eye, right? Or cross-eyed. Someone whose eyes are very are different from one from the other. Whether it's in the location, like the eyes aren't level, or what, like Picasso, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Or it looks, or looks, or looks different. And then the color, right? One is uh, one is black, and one is mixed color. I think I know somebody who has one eye blue, one eye green, but it's hard to tell. Listen carefully. On his passport, it says he showed me. One is large, one is small. Since the eyes have a difference, that is a psul. Zion. Remember, this whole, this whole paragraph are psulim that are only applied to a kayin. If an animal has these, it's not a problem, it's not a carbon. The problems for an animal would be the perik Zion. That was, that was yesterday's perik. Zion. Shisha v'chaytim six regarding the nose. Ve'elohein, he said that. Mishi ikra chot mishakeah, someone who's, the the ikra, the nose bridge, the bone of his nose is sunken. Or the, the the bridge of nose rather is sunken. Even though it's not so sunken that he applies makeup to both eyes at one time, mamish, but it is sunken sufficient significantly. That's what Terah calls the chorum. Some in the middle of his nose projects upward, right? So you have over here all these examples that were uh, which on oh, next page. No, it's, oh, it's over, oh yeah, sorry. Right. Okay, good. So over here he has like these uh, these different uh, points. So Misha Eikin Tzachat Me'Noit Tamato, someone at the, the tip of his nose project downward, like a hook nose. Misha Chat Me'Eikin Tzadech, someone whose nose is crooked. Misha Chat Me'Gadol Mechaveira, someone whose nose is bigger than the rest of his limbs. Misha Chat Me'Kadol Mechaveira, where the nose is smaller than the rest of the other other limbs. So how do you know if the nose is big or small disproportionately? So Rama says, the case of Mishan, I say, how do you how do you examine that? Me'etz Baktan Shiyadu with the small pinky of his finger. Pinky of the finger. If the nose was significantly bigger or small than the pinky, hey, is a mum. That is a mum. The, 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 the Jewish nose, the pinky. Yeah, so the big, big, big pinkies too. Yes. Three regarding the lips. Someone whose upper lip extends beyond his lower lip. And this is not considered an overbite or underbite. That's the jaw issue. We're talking about the lip itself. Or the lower lip extends beyond the upper lip. Someone whose mouth always hangs loosely and therefore there's always spittle coming out of his mouth. Tess. Someone whose belly is swollen. If a person who's unusually you know, heavy or unusually has a pot belly, whatever it is, that's considered uh, uh, not aesthetically pleasing, therefore it's a moon. He loses the weight. Yeah, sometimes it's not my way. Sometimes it could be sometimes the, 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 the distended, the, distended the, yeah. the intestine or whatever. Someone whose, whose belly button projects outward and doesn't not concave like most people. Someone whose breasts are, are like sit on his stomach like, like a woman. Regarding the back, these are them. Someone whose spine is crooked. Someone who has it. So yeah, right. Either way, crooked, you know, left, right, or front, or back. If it's visible, it's not visible. Yeah. Someone who has a vertebrae that slipped out of place of the column, right? Whether it's it slipped outward or inward. Or to the side. This is what we call the balachat teteres in the Mishnah. Now, in 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 contemporary Hebrew, chateteres is usually a hunchback, but here it's used for that some with a with a a slipped vertebrae. Someone who that uh, 
uh, basically a hunchback, right? That that he has like a, you know the, the the flesh of his back is bent over, and it's swollen, and therefore he's, he's like a hunch, he's like a hunchback, which basically a chatateras again in modern Hebrew is a hunchback. He's like someone who ha- who's a chatateras that he that he. Uh, uh, has slipped vertebrae, even though it didn't actually slip, but the whole spine is crooked. So how is a mum that's still a mum? Because even though the spine, there's no no vertebrae out of place, but the whole spine is crooked. Yud Aleph, she should be a dime six in the in the hands. So either hand these are them. Mishi yesh biyadi atzpa yisayda betzpa yisayda. Someone has extra finger. I feel how yesh yesh even with six on both hands, and therefore it's 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 even. Afal became still it's a mum. Chadach as you said, it cuts off the extra finger. Caution that case is kosher. Like you said, there's certain things you can do to solve the problems. If the extra finger had a bone, I feel the chadach apostle. Even if you cut off its puzzle. Well, today through plastic surgery, a lot of these things can be solved. Right. Not all of them. This thing though, if you cut off the finger and the finger has a bone, then it doesn't count because the chayyah that's considered a mum. It's like missing a finger. There's someone who's missing a finger. In other words, he doesn't have five fingers, right? But if a person is born six fingers and the sixth finger has a bone, then cutting it off, I think, makes him chaser atzpa. So he's not, he doesn't have an etza, I guess. Someone who his two fingers are basically webbed together. You know, it's past the palm. His palm extends into the lower, the lower parts of the finger. So maybe the fingertip, mamish is not mamish connected, but part of the fin- two fingers are connected. If, however, he goes and he cuts it down to, to, down to the palm so that his fingers are separated as normal people's are, that's kosher. Then it's kosher. They call that webbing. Right. Basic Amru. What what joints are we talking about? The pedicardition, some of the first uh, the first joint, which is near the near the palm. In other words, if it's not joined by the palm, but it's joined only at the fingertip, it sounds like that's not a mum. Okay? If his fingers are naturally like you know, or, or just they're they're, they're um, uh, bent and they, they cover over each other. You know, like uh, with the feet happens sometimes, yeah? Someone who has a projection from his thumb, it's like a uh, basically like a bunion, but it's on the hand instead of on the foot. Misha who someone who is a lefty, being a left-handed person makes a person possible for Aveda. If I have a dextrous in your kosher, all right. Um <laughs> you'd base. Because we learned we learned that if you do the Aveda, if a person does the Aveda with the left hand, we said that it's possible, but if, but if he does the Aveda with with his right hand, the left hand is just helping, it's kosher. So I said, generally in Torah, whatever right he does, a lefty is supposed to do. So if a left-handed coin is supposed to do with his left hand, right? That's, that's why I asked. But again, remember, we, and we said that no. Because if he's left-handed, the call is possible in Gansen. So it doesn't make a difference. Left hand, right hand. If a left-handed coin does it with the right hand, it's still possible because he's, he's lefty. Your base. Okay. Above, there are four revolving the reproductive organs. Very handy to them. Someone who has a very long scrotum and reaches his knees. Someone who is, is the organ is very long and reaches his knees. Someone whose the membranes surrounding his testicles were crushed. Which is the 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 the, the, the sack of the of the of the of the testicles. Someone who the membranes surrounding his testicles are inflated. That's what Terah refers to as in in Chafalef as Merach Ashachi. Yud Gimel. There's 15 mumim in the legs, in the thighs, and the legs. Ve'elohin is of them. 
someone who Shekev Akumis means his thighs are bent, means he's bow legged, we call it. That, uh, he stands at attention, his feet touching together, like in Shemir Mizu. but even though his feet are touching, his knees are not touching, right? It's called bow legged, yeah? Misha, because you'd say someone who the ankle bone projects out, projects outward. This pico, we call the ankle, is the bone which is round. Shalmalman Okay, which is on top of the heel, Metalapnim, and the inside. We call it the ankle bone, right? This is similar to the uh, weaving needle with which women weave, okay? Misha Keva Yitzlachid, if someone whose heel juts outward, it looks like as if his, his shin is standing in the middle of his foot instead of in the back, like it is normally. Someone whose feet are wide like a duck, even though his toes aren't webbed, he has very un- unusually wide feet, like spread out. Someone who has a projection emerging from his large toe, I think we call that a bunion, right? Someone who has an extra toe on his foot, even if it's six and six, still it's, it's a mum. If he cuts it off, kosher is kosher. Who provides you? But that's him that it doesn't have a bone. If it has a bone, though, cutting it off won't help you. Someone is missing a toe on his foot. Whether again, this is the chayyim, whether it's born this way or whether it got it was an accident. Someone whose toes are bent over each other. Yeah, if you don't wear good shoes, it's what happens. Again, someone who has toes are webbed. Um, uh, uh, um, until below the joint. So in other words, basically, the, the part of the toe right after the 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 beginning part, the part close to the body where the, where the separation starts, by him it's not separated. If, however, um, if they were separated until that part but they were i guess it means they were connected however by the tips but they were set but they were separated by the by the actual foot itself or there was taka separate uh, webbed you know like down at the beginning of the toe but he said but he cut them to separate them caution it's caution someone whose feet is completely even so it's like that the width of his the front of his foot and the width of his toes, the width of his back of his front, his toes is the same, like a, like one big rectangle. As if it's one even piece. It's most people's feet, the toe part is wider than the back part, right? If it's all the same length and all the same width, rather, that is problematic. So let's see a good picture over here to explain this. Yeah, and then the, huh? The formula. Yeah, yeah. So like like this, I guess. This is. A, Oh no, that's the, that's this. This is you see, it's even. This doesn't. It's as let's say it's four inches wide here. It's four inches wide there as well, or whatever it is. That that's the problem. Most people, it's wider over here, right? Okay, I believe that that's what it means. Mishalagla akuma, someone whose foot is 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 curved. Shdemelamago like a sickle. So in such a case that. Um, what I say, I say akuma, yeah, it means bent. Okay, good. Um, so it's it's as if that the that the part the, the heel of the not the palm like the this part the bottom part of the foot the what do you call the bottom part the heel the palm of the foot I'm not sure what the right term is over here right. Sheish be it's the part the the palm of the foot where the where the where the, where the toes are, 
with the heel it's like two ends of a of a of a of a of a, of a rainbow which is what this is right so you have it's like curved like that Okay, someone whose foot is hollow, meaning the center of the foot, like this, is 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 high above the earth. When he stands, standing on the, what's supporting him on the touching the floor is the heel, tips of his toes, but the but the palm of his but the palm of his foot. What's the, what do you call the palm of the foot? Was it what's the term for that that part of the foot? So that is is raised above the air. It's the exact opposite of basically somebody who has the arch of his foot is too the arch. Yeah, the arch of the foot is too high. Hamakish someone whose heels click together when he walks. I'm sorry, his ankles click together when he walks. So because the way his feet are shaped, if his knees click together when he walks, someone who is left footed. That's an interesting point, right? So when you kick a kick, a, you kick a kickball, right? Kick a soccer ball. Which foot to use? If you use your left foot, sorry, I go home. So <laughs> you don't want to test it. You have to kind of kick a soccer ball. Yeah, as it was Muzagin, yeah. You doubt this is we said that the Shemhedrin in the Shosagazes that was one of their main jobs was to sit there and just you know see who's kosher, who's possible. We said, we said Yichus, we said, but Lachera also all these things, uh, all these things in you doubt it. Uh, there's four more movements that apply to the entire body of Elohim. Someone who's his 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 goof, you know, his, I guess his torso, is disproportionately large than the rest of his body, the rest of his limbs. Or if I can't, it's dis- disproportionately smaller. Someone who's very tall. How tall is too tall? I don't know. Someone who's very short. Someone who's very short. To the point that he's distinguished from the rest of the people. So it depends, you know, if the average you know, the height in that time in history is six six. If you're six six, you're fine. If the average height is five six and you're six six, you're probably not so fine. All right. Test vav. Shmeinu ba'arabasa ate in the skin of the body, the flesh. Ve'lehin. Hakushi, someone whose skin is extremely dark. Va'alov and biyeshik megvino, or someone who's uh, very white, like cheese, like alvino. Ha'olim kashani, if his skin is very red, like scarlet. Ba'alin negoyim tohedim, is someone who has pure negoyim, as opposed to saras, which is impure negoyim. He has like white blotches. The skin just changes appearance by itself. Like a boyhak, which is one of the sarasim. Alright. Or, or if the skin changed because of something else, not naturally. Which is because of like a, like a, this kind of a, a burn, scar of a burn. These are all different types of pure negoyim. So if someone has this, it's not saras, it's not tamay, but it is a, is a mum for a kayim. Someone who has a mole on his face and has hair. Even though it's not the size of it, it's only the smallest size. Someone who has a mole the size of an Isra or more. An Isra is like, um, here he says, 3.6 millimeter. Hmm? 3.6 millimeter. Centimeters, I'm sorry. The area of 3.6 centimeters square, apparently. Square? Or not because it's square, this is round. It's a coin. Yeah, it's a kind of coin, coin exactly a coin. So, so the so the Shulchan Aruch says that the Rashba says they didn't, they they they're not sure exactly what it is, but basically, um, the the coin diameter of twenty three millimeters. It's much bigger than a dime. Then yeah, I thought, I thought it was a dime. I don't know why. All right. Balei hadildulin. So again, if if it, if it's a mole the size of an iser, it's always possible. If it's not, if it's, if it's smaller than iser, then he's then he's not a mum unless it has hair coming out of it. Bali hadildulin, people who have warts, which means the 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 flesh like hangs off the 
off the person's body. The skin hangs off the flesh. Or if there's like this uh, this fluid in the skin. And therefore, it's, uh, it hangs off the body and anywhere in the body. It's also a person has four other moments. A person who's deaf. A person who's intellectually or emotionally disabled, unstable. Someone who's an epileptic, in other words, he has seizures. Even if it, even if it doesn't happen, it happens only rarely. And number four is someone who has regular severe depression. Or in known times, he has times he gets depressed. So if a person is depressed, that's a mum. They have to have an on-house therapist in the business of the chef to help people with their depression. It's Zion. So that sums up. So between our parak, which was 90, and the previous parak, which had 50, and those 50, of course, are a sire problem for a Kayan, sire problem for Behemoth to be a carbon, total of 140. These are them. And, and the type 1 is the type that's, 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 that's possible for cipher, a Kayan, cipher, an animal. And type 2. Is just for a coin. Shmaina Bureish, eight on the head, that's that's only type two. Shnaim Batsavar, two on the neck, also only type two. Tisha Vasnaim, nine in the ears. He had five from Perik Zion and four from our Perik. One second, double check that, sorry. Yes. Right. Oh, the eyebrows. Vachamisha Bagavinim, five in the eyebrows. We had five in Perik Ches and zero in Perik Zion. Shiva Barisa Ayin, three in the eyelashes. We had three in Perik Zion and four in Perik Ches. Tisha also in the Bainayim. And 19 regarding the eyes. We had eight in Perik Zion, 11 in Perik Ches. Tisha Bachetim, nine in the nose, three in Perik Zion and six in Perik Ches. Tisha Bapen, nine in the mouth. We had six in Perik Zion, three in Perik Ches. Shloisha Babetan, Three regarding the stomach, we had only, all three were in Perikhes. Shoshi Bagav, three regarding the back, also all three were in Perikhes. Yeshiva Beyadayim, seven regarding the hands, we had one in Perikhes, and six in Perikhes. We should also bear Vyazera, 16 the reproductive organs, we had 12 in Perikhes. Zion and four in Perikhes. Vasim Braglayim, 20 regarding the feet, but five in Perikhes, and 15 in Perikhes. Shemel Bechalaguf, eight in the whole body, we had four in Perikhes, and four in Perikhes. Shemel Bechalaguf, eight in the skin, all eight were in Perikhes. Shiva Bechalaguf, seven regarding the general Koyach of the body and its smell, we had three in Perikhes, and eight in Perikhes. We already counted all 140 of these moments. The Elu Possum Pim Maras Ayin, there's a third category now that is possible only with the Rabbanon because of Maras Ayin, which is Misha Nashu Isa Enov. Someone who lost the hair of his eyelids, even though there's a hair in the, hair in the root, meaning it's only a movement at Torah, apparently, if he was born that way. If they fall out, like we said by, by Leo Yimeinu, because she was crying all the time, that's only Midarabon, because of Marasayin. Vimisha, not Lushinov, someone whose teeth have been removed, that's also Midarabon, not because I'm, I'm not sure what, I'm not, I'm not sure what means by Maris Ayin. Like, what does it look like? He lost her teeth. It looks, I think he means the chalot. It, it just doesn't look appropriate. Not Maris Ayin, that, like, like, like chicken and, and almond milk looks like Basim Chalot. He means it, it's, it doesn't, doesn't look appropriate. It doesn't look nice. Okay, so that's, that's the moment.